Hey, what'd Chris say? He's avoiding me. I know his ass was there, but I had to leave a message with one of his six roommates. Six roommates? Girl, let him go. The thing is, I know he's pissed at me, and I could just walk away and leave it there. But on the other hand, he's so damn cute. <laughs> like come up with a new intro anyway welcome to oh hell yes where we sing corny songs um this is netty and this is etsy and uh if you don't know by now by reading the title or listening to me sing or hum or whatever i was doing this episode is called take me out after the ball game right mm-hmm. right so uh yeah this episode was all right you know it was cool it was nice to see outside mm-hmm. and, you, know, you rarely ever see the girls outside doing it natural light yes. yeah yeah it looks real <laughs> so i like seeing that um original air date march 4th 2002 written by regina hicks and michael b kaplan um but before we get into that how about this rain though have you seen these videos etsy <laughs> this i have been seeing them and i'm like what's going on thankfully i haven't experienced that over here but like yeah so guys we live in new york if you don't know by now if this is your first episode welcome but yeah we live in new york and these videos of like the 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 flooding like that station i don't know if you saw the one where the guy was in a in a um was it one of those garbage bags Mm-hmm. that used to be my station i used to live over there i used to frequent that mm. station Chill. so i'm sitting there like yo what would i do i would just have to stay put i just have to stay put if i got the money for the uber i'll just i'll just have to take the, the upcharge what, what the uber gonna do in, in all that rain that shit gonna be worse i mean was it was it like that in the streets though that was in the subway no I don't know if it was like that in the streets, but damn. What's going on, de Blasio? I know you listen to this podcast. I know you with it. Right. So, uh, what's going on? <laughs> like, fuck. Oh, no, girl. It is very, very, very sad. Yeah. If, this, if um, I hope y'all are okay out there. Seriously, stay yeah, safe. Yeah, yeah. If, if the rain, if the, if the subway station is flooded, don't go. Just chill. You don't want to catch what's going on in these, in these stations. I've seen some things in these stations. You don't want to catch what that water's mixed with. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can smell it. A whole it. bunch of rat shit. Rat shit, human shit. Can we say that? Should we say that to people in <laughs> while they're trying to enjoy wherever they are right now? There's a lot of shit in the water. Let's just say that. Let's just put it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, as of right now, we're recording that. That happened yesterday, so... It may be fixed and everything and might not be an issue by the time this comes out, but it was just on my spirit. You know what I mean, I see? Mm-hmm. I had to speak <laughs> on it. It was on my spirit. Mm. But um, also, um, I, I don't know if you guys are listener, if you check us out on the Twitter, but yesterday I put up a post about um, our previous episode talking about Darnell and Stan about what would you do if you were Maya and mm. you walked in Knowing the situation that you're in, you're cheating on Darnell with Stan. 
Mm-hmm. And you saw them playing video games after work. Mm. You come home from a long day of work. You think, yeah, I'm just going to chill, maybe make some food. And you mm-hmm. walk in and see that. Um, shout out to everybody who responded. That was probably our most, most popular post that we've ever had. So shout out to everybody that, uh, that answered. But I thought I'd read a few that really made me, uh, some made me laugh and some made me, made me go, huh. So starting with uh, Twyla Amor, uh, she says, I would have just told on myself, not even out of fear, but because no man is holding something over my head. LOLs. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know if I'd risk it. I mean, I understand you don't want him to have that power over you like that and have you in mental jail but i don't know man that's risky i don't know if the risk outweighs the reward yeah i don't know um you know i'm just saying there's options out there (laughs) (laughs) you out here trying to destroy marriages boy if you don't get your ass yeah so what would you do um i think that it, it can always be something where Maybe he doesn't tell Darnell and he just gets tired of playing this game. Because also a lot of when you are the side nigga or the side bitch or whoever and you tell the main that you've been fucking their significant other, it can it can be confrontational for you as well. So I don't know if they would want to risk that, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. And we see we that kind of came up a little bit in this episode as well. Uh, We'll get to that. Um, but second, let's get to this next uh, tweet. Underscore Jill Marie. Not that one, guys. Not that one. Mm. <laughs> Underscore Jill Marie says, oh, hell no. When I saw this episode, my heart dropped. I would have just told him myself, then whooped his ass for being on my couch and playing video games with my husband. Mm-hmm. You think you could have took Stan? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Stan got the crazy eye. I think I, I think Darnell could have took him. I guess they could both beat up Stan and then deal with whatever else after it. No, they can team up for after. that. Yeah. Because they both have anger toward him. So they can both beat him up at the same time. And then once he's passed out or dead or whatever, not promoting it, then they can figure out how they're going to proceed with their marriage. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a plan to me. And then lastly, A is for Pootie. I, underscore listen i didn't make these names um (laughs) she says the only correct answer is cardiac arrest oh she didn't say who is it your cardiac arrest or is it you gonna is she saying somebody gotta 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 poison him nah nah i'm pretty sure she means you walk in the door and you have a heart attack right then and there from what you see Oh, that's what she's saying. Oh. Yeah, that's oh, only see, correct my mind somewhere else. Okay, your mind went way further than my mind went. Shit, <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking since she didn't put who, you can cause him to have a heart attack. I don't know. I don't know how you can cause someone to have a heart attack. There's medications like that. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Wait till they stop playing the video game. Let me stop. Listen to us. I mean, Listen you can you can roofie his drink and be like, "Do you guys want anything to drink?" And then next thing you know he stopped breathing chill i know y'all been with y- y- y'all watched them true crime stories it'll turn into an episode of snapped <laughs> so anyway we're gonna get into this episode go ahead and give me that cold open etsy 
So we see quick shot of the house. And then we see Maya praying. It's super, super zoomed in into her face. And she is praying to the it's Lord that, that, that Stan leaves her and her husband alone. And Lord, please don't let me lose my family because I hooked up with that crazy man, Stan. He's stalking me, Lord. Becoming best friends with my husband, threatening to tell him about us. And, and Lord, there is no us. It was just one nasty little kiss. And God, you know it was nasty because I pray for you to heal my lip. <laughs> I know I was stupid, Lord, and I'm sorry. But please help me keep my family. Amen. Now I just think about it, all this and you ain't even fuck. Like, this is a lot of headache, child. Um... I think it's better that she didn't behind all this shit, realizing he crazy. Right, right. <laughs> and so then they zoom out, and then we see that she's actually at the table with the rest of the girls, and she's supposed to be saying grace over the food. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony is like, girl, next time you want to bless the food, bless the motherfucking food. Like, the hell? Oh, Maya, you're really in a situation. I don't know if I could even go have dinner with the girls. I, would, I, I couldn't leave... Darnell alone. I could not leave him and stand alone. I, I don't know if I could live my life just knowing that that bomb is out there just with a little ticker on it waiting to explode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one because this nigga is batshit crazy. But what I will say is because it was only a kiss, I'm not really too concerned about the bomb causing that much damage. Like, we didn't fuck, so I could just say, oh, this nigga kissed me. He he, he crazy, baby. I don't know what the mm, fuck. Good call. You know, I haven't had anybody, seen anybody mention that, that, you know, just take the chance of, like, just tell him it's just, it was just a kiss. He kissed me, and I ran off. Yeah. And then it's like, yo, she gave me her his uh, her number. That's what I'm saying. Now he, has he got the stuff. motherfucking number. Y'all need to get. Or them she could just number. be like, "Yo, he 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 works in my building. Mm-hmm. He might have came down on the floor, seen it on a piece of paper, saw my desk, mm-hmm. thought that I was cute, and decided to try to like get at me like that. He even tried to make friends with you to try to get mm-hmm. close to me. Mm-hmm. Oh right, and they didn't really have um, texting wasn't big like that back then. So not it's at not this like point. it was very new. Yeah, so it's not like he has a threat of text. I mean, it 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 could it could work if yeah, you just say it the that right all way. the stuff that he knows about her is simply because he's a stalker, not because she gave him this information. And we literally work in the same building. Like, right? He could have saw it on my desk. He could have been shuffling around my papers. That's a yeah. Listen, I'll write a whole damn novel about how this ain't real. A thesis, like girl. Yeah. MLA format sources all that shit <laughs> footnotes and shit <laughs> so um we start out in the office and william tosses a whole fucking softball into joan's office while she's not even looking that's a big fear of mine and the reason he does that is because there is a softball team that the firm is starting up or some shit and he wants joan to be his catcher he plays pitcher and his softball name is Catapult, and he wants to be referred to as Catapult. William Catapult Dent. Joan's like, nobody's going to call you Catapult. And 
that's when Swedelson comes in and he's like, hey, Clayton. Hey, Catapult. And uh, he comes in with a new guy. It's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. Those of y'all who fucks with the WB slash whatever the fuck lineup back in the day, you remember him. He was Tia's boyfriend. His yes, Tyreek. Yep, his real name is Ron Rico Lee. Mad the, cute. On this show, his name is Chris Dennison. And Chris is here. He work. He works in the mailroom. I guess he just started there, but he's going to be on the softball team and he plays every position. And while he's being introduced to Joan and William, he's kind of like, I don't know, making making googly eyes at Joan. He's like, he wants he's lingering. He's lingering on her <laughs> face. Like he won't, he won't really divert his eyes that often. So and he's throwing out double entendres about how he plays every position. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so that's that's going to be his thing. He says he's joining the team because he's just looking to have a little fun and work up a sweat on the weekends. And while he says that, he kind of bites his lip and looks at Joan. Mm. He has a very cute face. I can see why Joan kept saying he was cute the whole episode. Because he's fine. Listen, let, let, us, let us know. Do guys not like it when girls call them cute? That's a compliment. That means your face look good. It's not cute as in, oh my God, you're a baby, you're so cute. It's cute as in... I think that's how he saw it, because he's young. He's Oh yeah, by the way, we never mentioned this. If you haven't watched the episode, I don't know why you're listening to us talk about it, but he's younger. <laughs> this guy is like in his early 20s. So whenever Joan says he's cute, I think that's what he feels like it means. Like it's almost like a pejorative. Mm. So that's why he tells her not to say that. Not because he doesn't want to be cute. It's just coming from an older woman, it sounds like belittling mm-hmm. you know the age different ain't uh, even that crazy though what is he probably like maybe like a 21 22 joan is like 29 well she's 30 as she mentions in this episode oh she's 30 she's yeah, 30 they say it they say it in this episode many times especially when they're making out and she's like oh, wait i'm 30 i need i need something soft to sit on <laughs> yeah they're making I out on the floor <laughs> oh shit okay uh Still, 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 still not big enough for him to be acting up to me. But okay, okay. Well, you know, there's a maturity thing that I, I would be, if I was in Joan's position, I'd be like, you know, I don't know if our maturity levels are going to match if you're in your early early 20s and I'm in my early 30s. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the only, I mean, you're cute and everything. It's just, you might be a little immature. Like, you might be into, like, D&D or, like... Into what? <laughs> oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, or Pokemon or fucking Nintendo Wii or something like that. And that's not my vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> so Sweetelson takes Chris to go meet the rest of the team. But before Chris leaves, he turns to Joan and points right at her and goes, I'll see you later. Okay. Now say what you want about Joan. She be pulling some baddies. I will say. Oh, Joan always got the honeys in rotation. Joan <laughs> always got the niggas in rotation. Her roster be like a whole fucking team of niggas. Yeah, she definitely has a pretty good starting five. I think they can go against the the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals <laughs> and give them a run for their money. It'd be a seven-game series. I will say that. I mean, <laughs> do we need to name them? I think we have... Do we have five? I don't think we have five good ones yet, but we do have at least three. We have Sean, mm-hmm. Davis, Mm-hmm. This guy, Chris. Am mm-hmm. I missing anyone? 
that um actor that she was trying to fuck actor nah he ugly um <laughs> oh what about that attorney that attorney Dwayne Martin okay okay yeah so y'all got at least four and he played basketball in real life so like you know you know he can shoot the rock um okay and I think she if she fucks around with them she might just get a ring you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> that's what she feeding for chill <laughs> yeah so I'm just saying, yeah, say what you want about John, but she be, yeah, she be pulling some, some baddies. So, um, yeah, but when, when Chris leaves the room, he doesn't even give uh, William a handshake. He just leaves William hanging. Um, but next they're out at the ball game. Joan is in fact playing catcher, which I was quite surprised about, but she's not wearing a mask. She's trying to get her ass hit. You about to lose your nose or an eye or something like because mm-hmm. <laughs> i used to play so i know that if someone hits the ball a foul ball i've been hit in the face as a catcher with the mask on mm-hmm. so i'm just saying good luck to you and your nose mm. um but everybody's at the game the rest of the girls are in the stands maya's not really playing she she's on the team but she's she has darnell playing in her place i'm assuming mm-hmm. and um Darnell brought along uh, Stan. Stan's at the game, too. Uh, uh, Jesus. How deranged is that? She calls him deranged. I asked Darnell to come and play today to get away from Stan. I look up and see Stan's deranged, Cape Fear-looking ass sitting in my back seat. You gonna come to the, to the little family activities, too, on the weekend and shit, motherfucker? To support Darnell? Like, is this some kind of, like... <laughs> I mean, you guys just met. Like, how realistic is it that Stan would be going to this game to watch Darnell play? I don't know. He's going to get on Maya's nerves. That's the only reason why he goes. We as the audience know why. But why does Darnell go, oh, yeah, of course, Stan, you can come watch me play softball even though you're not playing. You're just going to cheer me on. You and my girl are going to cheer me on. You and my wife. And um, oh, yeah. Is the kid there? Is your baby there? Oh yeah, jacuzzi ain't there. Child, it's it's just weird. It's like it's I really mean, it's really weird to justify him hanging out that much. It's from Darnell's perspective. It's it's not impossible because there are people who sometimes you just like click with immediately. You're like, okay, girl, come here. Yeah, let's go do this. But do niggas do that? I'm thinking girls do that. I don't know if dudes do that. Yeah, I don't know if niggas do that, chill. <laughs> um, but as Stan's approaching, Maya runs off and uh, he gets to the stands and sees Tony and Lynn. And Tony's trying to play it nice. Uh, but Lynn's like, why don't you get out of here and get away from Maya? She says it to, to Stan. And Stan goes, make me. Bitch, what? Are you 12? No, seriously. Make How about me? you get a fucking life? You weirdo. Dude, this guy is just something else. He's really like a supervillain at this point. So Tony's like, Look, I'm from Fresno. I've castrated cows. You'd be quick work. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, are you threatening me? Uh, She's yeah. like, that depends on what you're coming with. Actually, kind of, yeah. And Lynn's like, listen, Stan, we're adults. And we're acting like adults. Stan says... You know, my business with Maya is none of your business. Then we're telling Joe. Joe who? Joe Joe mama. mama. 
<laughs> yeah, and they run off. I'm like, what was that about? What was that? Why'd they add that to the script? That was weird. I guess, I mean, to play off him saying, make me. Oh, because he was being immature, so now they're going to be immature, too. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Thank you for explaining that, because I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense for those characters. Um, So William is pitching terribly, and Sweetelson comes out. He's the coach, and he tells William, uh, he takes William out because... He wants to bring in Chris. He thinks Chris can do better. So uh, he benches William and Chris comes in. And that part ends. And then we get a flash forward in time. And Darnell's up to bat. And Maya's cheering really loud from him. Go baby! Go Darnell! Go baby! He's all back! Hey, hey, hey! You think after all that support and attention I gave you, you'd have a little cheer for me? Stan, that's her husband. Y'all have only been talking to each other for, as far as I know, maybe a few months, possibly. And yeah, y'all didn't even fuck. So what is this? We can't even call this. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't be like, yo, we haven't fucked yet. So you can't cheer that loud for me. Or like, (laughs) I can't, you know, we didn't fuck yet. So I can't really cheer that loud. But once we fuck, I'll be like screaming and shit. Maybe. I'll be your number one cheerleader. I don't think it works like that. But yeah, he pretty much tries to get a cheer for him out of Maya. Do you remember the cheer that she said? Nah, I don't. What did did she say? (laughs) It's actually. Stan, Stan, go away. Die. (laughs) Oh, well, damn, Maya. I feel you though. You was talking about setting up a hitman with him, too. Like, you want him to die as much as we all do. <laughs> so, yeah, Maya, you want him to die? We all want him to die. Okay. He's a character on TV. We can say that, guys. So then Stan goes, oh, what does he say? Um, Stan, Stan, how about I go over there and tell Darnell everything about us? Mm. And I'm sitting here like, Stan, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> At a game? Like, you want to start that type of competition? Yeah. Do you realize that Darnell has access to aluminum bats right now? Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. He has quick access to weapons. Yeah. You're gonna go tell him that you've been that you've kissed his wife. Mm-hmm. And you've been texting her and stalking her nonstop. Well, there's no texting, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, well, paging stalking, her, yes. paging her and calling her nonstop yeah. and stalking her. And having lunch with her too. They had lunches. Yeah. Go ahead and tell him that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. He'll totally take it great. Yeah, he'll just be like, all right, well, whatever, and go back to playing baseball. No, you're going to (laughs) die. So Maya runs over and pleads with him not to tell. And she she really thinks he's serious. And he's like, all right. And and she's like, how long are you going to be hanging around doing this? And he's like, I won't tell you because that'll spoil the surprise, wouldn't Mm. it? That's when Darnell comes up because he had just hit a home run. So he comes over to the stands to see if Maya saw it. And um, he's like, baby, did you see my home run? It was for you. That was for you, baby. That was for you. They're very high school. Mm -hmm. They're very high school. And then he asks Stan if he's having fun. And Stan's like, yeah, I could do this all day. Mm. Super villainish. So the game is still happening. Jones playing catcher. Uh, Chris is the pitcher and someone hits the ball. I got to do the play-by-play like I'm on ESPN. So someone hits the ball out into the field. Chris goes back behind the plate to back up Joan in case she misses it, which is legit. That's what you're supposed to do as a pitcher. 
And so Joan kind of gets offended. Like, are you just doing this because I'm a girl and you think I'm not going to catch it? He's like, no, I'm just here just in case. But she does miss it. And he catches it and tags the runner out. I think Joan's turned on by this or something. I think she metaphorically creams her panties in this scene. Because <laughs> the very next scene, the very next scene, they're at her house and they're making out on the floor? Mm-hmm. The couch? Mm-hmm. They're like on the couch, but they fall on the floor. Mm. And uh, it looks kind of fun, though. It looks fun. And Joan stops him and says, wait, 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 I need a cushion. You know, I'm in, I'm 30. I need something soft underneath me. <laughs> Which is like, come on, Joan. 30 is not crazy old at all. That, That's not even halfway through your life. That. Your life expectancy. And girl, don't nobody feel comfortable sitting on the floor. 30. A wooden floor at 20, that. 20? 15? Like, girl, everybody has to be hurting. <laughs> if you don't get your ass. Right? <laughs> so Chris uh, responds with, well, I would have you... Uh, lay on me but there's nothing soft on me right now oh okay and when i can't break it with you brown because that was a line right there that was a line there's nothing soft on me right now what <laughs> this is our first ever date. I'm 30. Come on, stop Aww, that. You nasty. Um, I think they don't they don't ever actually say his age. I want to say it's like 22, 23, something like mm-hmm. that. But she acts like he's 19 or something. The way she talks to him. That ain't even that big of an age gap. Let's say he's 23, she's 30, that's seven years. That's not even that big of an age gap for her to be acting like this. Like, for me... Um, I feel like if it was reversed, where it was like a 23-year-old girl and a 30-year-old man, it might be more even. Because there's the maturity aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, guys in their early 20s, I just don't feel like they're fucking with the maturity of a 30-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. You know? For me, I feel like if it was at a different stage. So, like, I feel like any 23-year-old really shouldn't be fucking with a 30-year-old. But I feel like maybe if someone was... 33 and another person was like 40 you know what i mean where you're past that that would matter that much that's what i'm saying though like where you're past that 20s anybody being in their 20s yeah um that's the thing there's just something about a guy in his in his early 20s that just still screams teenager to me i don't know i it could it's not a blanket statement i know there's guys out there who are in their early 20s who are mad mature but it's just it's not i can't feel that it's common so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think once you get past 30 and up, it's, you know, it's more level at that point. It doesn't even matter. You could be 30 and then a guy could be 50 and vice versa. Yeah. I don't know about that <laughs> Is that one. too much? I don't know about that one, Bubba. I see what you're saying, though. <laughs> you know, it's just the age differences don't matter as much. when you Once you hit 30 after that, it's just a it's just an ocean of ages. Um, but right after he says that line about uh, nothing soft being on him, uh, Joan says... You're so adorable. And he's like, yo, stop saying that. Stop that. Mm. And they're listening to EDM. And apparently Chris made these beats. He's a DJ slash producer or some shit. Like, he's like David Guetta. Mm-hmm. And he invites Joan down to the club sometime to hear him DJ. Okay. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're... 
you're so cute. And he's like, okay, can you shut up with that? Mm. I mean, but he is, though. He's super cute. Yeah, he so. got a really nice face. I'll feel you, Joan. Okay. She says, I won't say it anymore. And we go to the next the next day mm-hmm. at work. The whole, like, firm is acting weird. Like, they're treating her like this is the first guy she ever dated. Very weird. They're being really immature. They're like, ooh. Yeah. I mean, he's younger, so they're kind of making kid jokes. But you know what? Isn't Maya young, too? Isn't Maya close to his age? That's what I'm saying. Maya's 25, and he's about, let's give him a 23. That's the same. That They're not that far apart in age. They're maybe far apart in, like, their lifestyle. She has a whole, like, kid and husband. So yeah. there is that difference, but she shouldn't be joking around about this kid's age. Yeah. Like, you're not too, you're not that much older than him. Yeah. So it's it's really odd but the the rest of the the lawyers and and staff are basically they noticed that joan didn't come out with them to go celebrate the win um and chris wasn't there either so they assumed they were together and so chris comes up and he has a special gift for joan what is it oh he got her uh, a cd a mixed cd of his beats remember when they used to do those we used to sell them sometimes. We make them and sell them. Oh, in high school. Well, damn. You never used to sell. Well, you never used to sell them. But I never used to sell them, but I yeah, remember because back in the day, you couldn't find every song. It wasn't no. It wasn't no Apple Music. Remember the bootleg man who used to have like the most popular songs oh, on the CD, yes. and then you buy it for five dollars. Too. They still have that shit in um in Harlem. In Harlem, this is on one twenty fifth. Yeah, they'll have like the different artists, so they'll have like. Britney Spears, Aaliyah, Brandy on like the the, the cover. They'll so put you them know. all together, like, like a female mix or some that's shit. The <laughs> Let me get that CD real quick. Yeah, hey, head up. Hey, by the way, guys, if you're listening and you're in New York, head over to One Twenty Fifth. Support our local uh, black merchants. Yeah, please. They also you know. have very high quality um, movies. If you still do the whole DVD thing, yes, they have if very high quality ones. Thing, um, Sometimes they be having the stuff before it come out, you uh-huh. know? And, you know, due to the pandemic, not everybody's trying to go out to the movies. Okay. So go ahead and hit up your local DVD man, DVD woman. Mm-hmm. Just support support local, you know, black merchants out there. Please do. <laughs> so it's an 18 and over club that Chris DJs at, which, oh, gosh, the memories. Those are being phased out, right? Yeah. Damn. Man. What y'all niggas going to do? back in the day. You couldn't wait to turn 18 so you can go to the so club. So you can shake your ass. Yes. But she wants to go to like a lounge bar because it's a little more classy. And she invites him for a drink at the standard. And she's like, wait, wait, you're old enough to drink, right? (laughs) And he says, Joan, I'm old enough for whatever you have in mind. Okay, Chris Dennison. Gang, gang. Okay. So once he leaves out of her office, he goes in her office to do all this talking and everybody's waiting at the door with their ear next to the door like you're talking about chris being immature like y'all are mad immature Mm -hmm. but they scatter when he he opens the door and they're giggling at her and everything they noticed that there was a gift wrapped the thing that he gave her and someone says like tell me though was he able to get his tricycle in the trunk of your car? <laughs> okay, 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 William, come on now. I mean, it's not like she's dating a four-year-old. <laughs> he has made it through puberty, hasn't he, John? <laughs> Maya! Maya been hanging out with old people too long. She done, she done caught their characteristics. Mm-hmm. 
Like, she got too much dip on her chip, real talk. Too much dip on your chip, Maya. <laughs> so, Sweetelson even comes in and talks crap about Chris, her and Chris, and says, uh, hey, Clayton, don't go putting uh, Happy Meals in the expense account. <laughs> I'm sure this guy eats a quarter pounder with cheese and fries and, and a large drink. Come on. Are Happy Meals still around? Yeah. Okay. Are. The kids got something, chill. They have to get something. They get a toy. They get a toy with it. Mm. Mm. So Joan gets all frustrated. Mm -hmm. And she yells, You guys, do you really think that I'd be interested in this kid from the mailroom? And first off, why are you yelling like that? You know he works on this floor, Joan. Mm -hmm. He can hear you. No matter where he is. Yeah, you real loud. Mm. And at that moment, Chris walks up behind her. Mm -hmm. He looks real sad. Mm -hmm. And, um... He had some more. He had to give her her mail. So he's like, uh, I forgot to give you your mail. And he walks off. Oh, Chris. Joan, Joan not trying to uh, fuck with Chris? What's going on? It's not that she ain't trying to fuck with him. See, the thing with Joan is she's really big on what people think of her. Mm. And the fact that they're making fun of her like this is really... She's trying to like distance herself but not like she really likes Chris. She just doesn't want to be made fun of about it. So she's trying to do the whole like, oh, no, I don't fuck with Chris like that in front of the, you know, the partners and everyone else. But in real life, she fuck with Chris. She just didn't think he'd be behind her. Mm. And Joan, I mean, you was fucking with a sex addict. So if you could do that, then you could <laughs> fuck with a nigga that's a little younger. Like, I'm not seeing. Yeah. And Swedelson knew about your whole thing with the sex addict. Yeah, so. so. How the fuck the boss this be knowing all your business? Well, Tony told Sweetelson that. Oh, yeah. About, yeah, yeah, about Sean. Remember, that's how the fight started. I forgot that was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You were forgetting previous storylines. Mm, that was the whole thing, child. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It was. Chris walks off. Chris is pretty bothered by this. Mm-hmm. He looks really sad. And then William walks up to Joan and goes, See, Joan, why'd you have to do that? Now who's he going to take to prom? Mm. Actually, that's the most mature joke they've had. They they aged him up to prom age. Right. Instead of a happy meal and a tricycle. Right. You know? After the commercial break, they're at the house, all the girls, and Maya says that Jabari, uh, a.k.a. Jeep Cherokee, is calling Stan Uncle Stan. Mm. I'm like, you know what? You might... You might have just come clean at this point. Uh-uh. My child ain't finna call that dude uncle. My child ain't calling nobody that just been around them for five minutes, uncle. What the hell? <laughs> and here's another thing. Like, she's hanging out with the girl. She kikiing at work, making jokes. I would be on edge all the time. Yeah. Wondering if today's the day. Yeah. yeah if Stan was gonna tell. Like, I don't know how she is able to go have drinks with the girls you know, joke around at work, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Dinner My mom and would be shit. occupied. Mm-mm. And Tony suggests that she just comes clean, just like we said, and tell Darnell the truth. And Lynn suggests you got to put a spin on it. You got to be like, yo, he's stalking me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He crazy and shit. And we just kissed. But I didn't kiss him back. Mm-hmm. But... Maya said that Darnell would be pissed even if that happened. Mm. So I can't say no, nobody kissed nothing. I don't know what to tell you, Maya. Mm, no, you're just stuck. 
You just gotta bury the body. That's all you gotta That's do. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, they got niggas out there that that'll do it for a little change. Does Maya have the the funds for that? And you know who has the funds for that? Joan. Joan and William have the funds for that. But they're also lawyers, though, so they're gonna be all scary. They're gonna be mass scary. Or they're also lawyers, so they know how to do it. Ooh, yeah, they know they know how to get around that shit. All right, so yeah, this is hypothetical, guys. So we can talk about this. These aren't real people. <laughs> um, but Maya, Maya doesn't know what to do now. Joan, um, they ask Joan what's going on with Chris. She says that Chris uh, won't talk to her, but she did leave a message with one of his six roommates. Six fucking roommates? Do people actually live like that? Like six of them motherfuckers? That's seven people in one one house apartment, whatever. Um, I've seen it. It's rare, but I've seen it. Mm. I just, I couldn't. Mm. I couldn't. I don't care if there's a bathroom per person. Mm. I don't care about that. It's the personalities. You don't know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Seven people in a house. Mm-hmm. You don't know who. It could be one crazy person in that bunch. The more people in a house, the more odds there are for crazy. Mm-hmm. Or for personalities to clash. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck to that man. I don't do more than more than two. More than two roommates. Mm. After that, you, you gambling. Mm-hmm. For real. But it's funny how, like, they say this disparity about, like, oh, he has six roommates because he's, you know, he's in his early 20s. And then someone at 30 has a house, a full house, like Joan. But all these little stereotypes are debunked in the girlfriend's group because you have Lynn, who's close to 30, Mm -hmm. who lives in a garage. Mm -hmm. So it ain't just, oh, he's in his 20s, so he lives in a... um, you know he doesn't got his he don't got his life together. He lives in a, a apartment with six people. Mm-hmm. Lynn's not exactly living you know the thirty year old life herself. Mm-hmm. She's living in a garage mm-hmm. in someone else's house. And then Maya, who's in her like mid twenties, has her own place with her husband and kids. So it's not even a, a, a age thing. It's like a that just depends on the individual person. You know. Yeah. It depends on how your life went. And that's just how it happened that way, you know? So Tony's like, listen, six roommates? You gotta let him go. Mm. <laughs> let him go. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your time on this little boy. God gave you a way out. Just take it. Mm. Tony, Tony hasn't really talked about God since she, you know, gave her life to Christ. Yeah, we've been off of that for a little bit. I forgot that even happened for a second. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole thing. Donnie McClurkin was there and everything. Yeah, the, the Donnie McClurkin show. Singing his hit song, We, we fall, down. fall Down. That was a big moment for her not to follow through. <laughs> <laughs> and so Lynn hops in with the whole young guys or a lot of work manifesto. They have to listen to all their hopes and dreams and be all supportive yeah, sure, you're going to be a great writer. Yeah, sure, your group's going to get a record deal. Yeah, of course, you can surf from L.A. to Australia. Okay, Lane, listen, you're the same person you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. Aren't you that person you just described? You're, you're, what's your dream to be, what, is, does she have a plan yet? Girl, she be, she be switching, switching plans and careers like socks, shell. <laughs> socks yeah so how are you gonna talk about a young guy's a lot of work bitch you a lot of work okay 
don't be supporting you and housing you when Maya's mom got you a place to stay. She got like 10 degrees. So, and you got a bunch of degrees. You don't got an excuse. And you one of them. I'm just saying. So this next scene at Maya's house. Can you tell me about this scene with uh, Darnell? What what the fuck is this? What is he on? He's sad or some shit on the couch? It was it's, it's it's a bit confusing when we first get introduced to him. It's kind of close up. We start off with a close up shot. He's sat on the couch. Um, Maya comes in, and he, he no, she's about to tell him about Stan. He's like, I've been thinking. I can't sleep. About what? What are you thinking yeah, about? Yeah, like, and he ain't even reading a book or nothing. He ain't watching TV. He's just staring off into space. She's like, baby, I have something to say. And he's like, no, I already know. And then she's like, you do? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to trick us. They're trying to trick the audience. Yeah. But I guarantee you, if if Stan had told him about the infidelity, he wouldn't be that calm on the That's couch. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm he saying. He would have made a lot of noise, but he would have been woke woke uh, Maya up. That's how you know that's any what it is. So when I was watching I was like, child, he don't know. I don't know why they're trying to play with us. <laughs> yeah, I. it was really a weird setup, but he going through some shit. He he thinking um, about life and shit. You've been moping around here ever since we decided that you wasn't going to go back to school until I got my business started. Baby, I was tripping. Alright, we both should be able to do our thing. Alright, we can figure it out. Of course, Jabari gonna have to get a job down at the car wash. The boy can armor all some tires. <laughs> I think, here's what I think. See, I'll, I'll be inventing storylines and shit. They should have had me on the writing team, but um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Stan got in his ear and was like, yo, like maybe they talked about Maya, like, oh, you know, Maya, Maya wants to go to school. You should let her do that. You know, mm. maybe they had a conversation and um, Darnell saw the light and was just like, damn, he's right. And then he's sitting there like being like, OK, I was wrong. You should go to school if you really want to do this. Because, mm-hmm. you know, um, Stan had that conversation with Maya and saying that he thought it was a good idea. So maybe that Stan just kind of trying to like find a way to control the situation, too, and do something for Maya on the low because he wants to be the guy that did that for her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he still lo- he still likes her, low key. Even though he's a fucking oh, we know he still likes her. <laughs> Even though he's a fucking he's a fucking psychopath. Even so, psychopaths will be in love with somebody and still murder them. Mm. Even so, like it ain't even about like you can be totally like abusive or whatever and love somebody. It's all about control or, you know, being the hero for that person. Mm-hmm. I know this because I watch Snapped. Mm-hmm. Like, some of them will even be like, well, I'm going to kill her so no one else can have her. Mm. If I can't have her, no one else can have her. So I'm just going to kill her just, just to dead all that. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm just saying. he still He still loves her. So yeah, Darnell's like, you know... I just want to get to get back to where we were. And she starts to, to smile. He's like, yeah, he's like, you see, I missed that. I missed that right there. You smile. And today you were cheering me on in the stands. It was like we're back in high school again. Mm, I forgot they've been together since high school. Yeah. Mm, that's a long time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Bless your soul. So yeah, Darnell's an asshole until it's time for him to not be. Like, this is not a good time for him to be nice. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? With all the situation going on with Maya, now he wants to be a great guy. Yeah, he wants to be a decent husband now. It's like, mm, I guess. This is a bad time. Because if he finds out that I've been cheating, it's, he might jump in a traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... At the the next day, Chris is at the law firm. He's ignoring Joan. She's trying to make amends with him, but he don't want nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. He keeps calling her Miss Clayton and ma'am. Joan says that she doesn't want to stop seeing him. And Chris is like, oh, that's so great because I really like you. Mm. How does he know he likes her? That's only been like a few days, right? <sighs> the boys, they'll say a lot of things. Um... Yeah, I don't no, know. True. They just they'll just say, "He, yeah, I really like you, really mean." Oh man, I ain't get to smash yet, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then once it happens, they're like, "All right, I don't know, <laughs> move on." But Joan's like, "Yeah, I really like you too, but I just think we should just keep our relationship on the DL." And he's like, "You know what? How about we just keep us on the NO." She starts to laugh. She's like, okay, cool. Is that some kind of new slang or, or something? She's such a cornball. He is being so unreasonable. Why we gotta tell everybody we together? He wants the whole world to know. That's that um, juvenile shit. You gotta keep your business private, especially if you're um, being involved with someone who's at your job, which eh, I'm not a fan of. But if you are gonna do it, you can't be... What is that? all out and about all willy-nilly you really can't because it could affect how you are perceived at work Mm -hmm. especially joan being a a woman and a black woman don't don't even be out here you ain't got no friends at work child don't do that yeah they'll find a reason to get rid of her if they're like yeah this relationship is kind of like making her um not concentrate as much on work especially when her boyfriend's right here in the office Mm -hmm. um also, if you guys break up, you still gotta see is he going to quit? Right. Are y'all going to fight at work? Right. Are you going to quit? <laughs> right. You still got to see that nigga. Yeah, she's an attorney. Like, she's a, like, she has a real ass job. She doesn't just work in a mailroom like you do. Like, you don't have no stakes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we? She gets a salary. You probably get fucking, what, hourly or can we get? Can we have, make an agreement that if this doesn't work out, you got to move to another floor? I'm like, oh, what? Like... Perfect. You could do mail anywhere, bro. You can you can be a mail guy anywhere. You can work for the postal service. You don't gotta be here. I'm an attorney. I got ties to this firm. Okay. You know. (laughs) So, Chris says, "Listen, I'm proud of what I do, and I never want to see someone privately that I can't see publicly." So he walks off in a huff. Mm. That's that's the that's the immature side coming out Mm -hmm. of him. But next is a baseball game. Everything seems normal when we start to watch this scene. But no one's talking to Joan because Chris got so upset that he doesn't want to play for the team anymore. He switched to another softball team. And he's a good player. Everyone likes him. He just doesn't want to play for that team because Joan's on it. See, if you can't even handle that, how are you going to handle working together? Are you just going to do the same thing? Or mm-hmm. like, this is how you, how you know it's not going to work. She should have just aborted the mission right mm-hmm. here. I agree. 
So Jones still playing catcher. Chris is up to bat for the other team. And she tries to talk to him in between pitches. But he does not give a fuck because he's tired of her. (laughs) She even says, it's not about your age. While he's up to bat, like, it's just, that's not the time. Mm -hmm. It's not the time. But she does mention that even if she was dating another lawyer, she'd want to keep it quiet as well, which I get it. Yeah. Totally get it. Stand still at these games. He's still coming to these fucking games. (laughs) He's not playing. He's just, I guess, watching Darnell play, which is kind of ridiculous. Y'all aren't together. (laughs) That's his best friend, too. So Stan comes up to the stands and he's singing, take me out to the ball game. And Maya makes a face, like a disgusted face. And he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot you don't like my singing. Mm -hmm. It's not his singing. His singing is fine. I think it's just the person attached to the voice. Mm -hmm. Because his voice is not bad. (laughs) It's you, Stan. But Maya's like, listen. You want to go and tell Darnell? Tell him. Just have to hope our marriage is strong enough to get us through. Not going to live in fear of you anymore. What'd you think of this, this decision on her part? I, I'm not mad at it. I think that whenever that would happen, though, when he tells him, I would make sure that I was there. That's it. So that I can control the narrative. So that you're not telling him just to make sure he's telling it. Right. Go ahead. Tell him. Because I think that that dynamic where, okay, the nigga quote-unquote your friend is telling you and then your girl is telling you okay but this is what really happened i actually kind of like that better than her just telling him by herself i like that okay it's different (laughs) it is but it's still risky it's still risky and i'm trying to think does she just seriously think he's not gonna do it is she just calling his bluff because she thinks he doesn't have the guts to do it Cause he's in deep with this friendship, so she's like, "Go ahead, you ain't gonna do shit, <laughs> bitch." <laughs> <laughs> or is she just going, you know what? I just hope, like she says, I hope our marriage is strong enough to get us through. I'll just have to deal with whatever happens. She doesn't want to sit there and like have this burden on her anymore, and she wants to tell. Or is she just calling his bluff? I think I think she doesn't want to sit there anymore and have this burden on her because that shit will drive you crazy. So go ahead, just tell. Yeah, and just deal with the consequences of what's going to happen. Deal with the cleanup later. Yeah, because I ain't going to tell him. What if you wasn't going to tell him? I ain't going to tell him, so you tell him. Yeah. Since you so motherfucking <laughs> out here huffing and puffing, trying to blow the hearts down, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets up. He's like, all right, I'm going to do it. And he calls Darnell over. Darnell's on deck. Um, Why are you coming to the stands to talk to this guy? You're about to go back. Why are you coming out of the, the field and the dugout to talk to Stan? You really think it's that important? I'd be like, yo, talk to me later. I'm almost up to bat. <laughs> but no. Darnell comes over. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, what's up? You got something to tell me? And uh, Stan goes, yeah, I just want to let you know um, that. And Darnell's like, uh-huh. And he's like, um that i can't stay i gotta go Mm. (laughs) little pansy a little bitch (laughs) he couldn't do it Mm -mm. he's like all right cool well i'll see you i'll see you next time then all right thank you for coming he's like all right cool cool 
And so he sits back down on the stands to talk to Maya for a bit. And Maya's like, huh, so uh, what does this mean? And he's like, well, you know, when we first connected, it was because um, we liked each other. Now we have to part ways because we both like Darnell. So he's he really mm. considers him. Stan is just a psycho. So you don't fell in love with the girl, yeah, right? It's really weird. now you you got so close to to Darnell, y'all are besties that you don't want to hurt him. You're just a fucking psycho, like, and you know that you can't talk to Darnell anymore, right? Like, why can't he? Because that's weird. Can you just part ways and go yourself and go somewhere? Like, why you still want to talk to the nigga who <laughs> you want? You just said that's weird as if he he's been normal this whole time. Stan lives in the world of weird. Okay. <laughs> so this is on par for him to continue this friendship, even though he told Maya that he he cares about Darnell. But I mean, he just said he has to go. He just told Darnell, I got to go. I'll see you later. So the like, it's still there. He, Darnell knows nothing. He knows nothing. Mm hmm. My rep- replies with, no, I love Darnell. And he goes, I hope you start acting like it. She's been acting like right. it. Right. Like, we had one little kiss, bro. We ain't even smashed. I don't know why the fuck. There's grown people. <laughs> yeah, like, she's been cheering him on. She's been acting like she loves him. And you just stop. Stop acting all high and mighty now that you, uh, <laughs> you got this secret over Right, her. something decent for once I in I hope you life. start acting like it. Bitch, you low down and dirty just like exactly. I am. Exactly. So, stop. So, Joan's up to bat. <laughs> Sweetelson comes over and give her, gives her advice and says, uh, hug the plate so the ball can hit you. So <laughs> and she's like, what? And so, but she doesn't. Uh, it's coming. It's a slow pitch, so they're not. It's not going to hurt her if it hits her. But the people in the field, she goes up to bat, and the people in the field scoot in because they think she can't hit it far. And um, she ends up hitting it over their heads, and it looks like she's about to get a home run. So she's running, 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 and Chris comes over to cover home plate, and the ball comes to him. He catches the ball, and instead of tagging Joan with the ball, he drops it. Gives her a hug, picks her up, and kisses her. And it's all in slow motion. <laughs> um, this is the wrong time, Chris. Yeah, very much so. It just screams inappropriate. All the all the co-workers are there. It's like, ugh, I don't know. It's very weird. I know this is like a more casual, fun, but it's still your co-workers. You know what I mean? Like, eh, I guess. Yeah, like, okay. First off, I if I want to win the game and that's the winning run, like you couldn't do, you couldn't tag her out and then hug her and kiss her, or you couldn't let her tap the home plate and then do it. Y'all had to do this right here before the plate. I'm a sports fan. I used to play softball too, and like I totally feel the rest of the firm when they're yelling, "Touch the plate." touch the plate because it doesn't count you don't get the points if you don't tap that plate Mm -hmm. with your foot Mm -hmm. but she's too busy kissing chris and he can't tag her out because he's too busy kissing her it's just a bunch of it's a situation right now (laughs) so i guess he puts her down or she stops kissing him and she runs over to the plate one of his teammates tries to tag her out real, real quick but she taps the plate and they get the run she gets a home run and 
I think that's the end of the episode. That's all I yeah. have. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, if there is something else, it's it's, it's irrelevant. Yeah, I, yeah. If it's something else, that's it. We don't. It's probably something with William or something. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> so she gets the home run, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. That was the episode. Take me out after the ball game. So, um, what is your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment is um. The side nigga shutting his motherfucking mouth. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> That's funny. That's in a uh, companion to mine, which is Maya being so sick of staying shit and calling his bluff. Go ahead and tell Darnell. Bitch. You want to get funky fresh? <laughs> Go ahead and tell Darnell. You so big and bad. Right. And then he was like, oh, uh, 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 I. I'm just gonna go home, Darnell. Okay, Bitch, okay. I you ain't even so. about that life. <laughs> you, you ain't even fin- ain't about finna it. Finna stop them types of problems. Fight. <laughs> I really, I, you know, now that I think of it, I think Darnell could take him because uh, Darnell got seemed like he got a lot of fight in him. He aggressive. He mad aggressive. Mad aggressive. He seemed real nuck if you buck, and you know he seemed like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> He like one of those niggas that do construction and like just very blue collar. Very blue collar. You know, one of them niggas. You know, niggas know how to fight. All they do is use their hands. I feel like Stan is more like not just white collar, but he look like he do like piano lessons or some shit. Like he he play a cello. Oh, shout out to people who play the cello and have and do, do take piano lessons. I'm not saying nothing about you. I'm just saying, like, the type of guy he is, I can't imagine he knows how to really fight. Mm-hmm. Like, he like he played chess, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Something like that. So, that's that's what I feel about, about Stan. So, since we mentioned uh, tweets at the beginning of the episode, we don't have any tweets now because those were the tweets. Uh, but next week... The episode is called Child's in Charge of Our Days and Our Nights. I want You wanna know that song? Is that from that 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 TV show? Yeah. Charles in Charge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the title the title's a play on that. Okay. New boy in the neighborhood. He lives downstairs and it's understood. understood. That's one that's a top tier theme song. That t- yeah download that we'll play that on the next on the next episode we'll put, do like a like a little under <laughs> under layer of that we gotta put that one on there um but hit us up on twitter at hell yes girl and uh chat with us i know a few of you have um hit us up talking about you want to chat about girlfriends and no one you don't know anyone that likes to chat about girlfriends with you and i feel bad about that because we we talk about it every week yeah we love girlfriends. so um we're here you can hit us up if you have any questions or any hypotheticals that you want to pursue, and um, I'll get I'll get back to you and I'll retweet it as well. So uh, feel free to hit us up at Hell Yes Girl. Also, rate, subscribe, review, um, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars mm-hmm. wherever you listen to podcasts. We are now at a four point seven out of five, which is great. We were at a four point five not too long ago. And somehow we moved up to a 4.7. Thank you, whoever did that. So we're, we're getting up there. We're getting there, you know. So um, go ahead and add more to that so we can go, hopefully, to five. 
5.0. Um, anything else, Etsy? No, thank you guys for listening. Alrighty, um, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we will see you next week. Thank you.